Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 92, Holly's Change Story, the end of dieting and the beginning of so much more. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. On today's episode, um, I have a guest named Holly. And I love um, I love what Holly shares. I've watched Holly wake up to this understanding and change in, in a lot of ways over the past year and a half, I think it's been. Um, she came into the six-week Little School of Big Change course with all kinds of questions, a little bit of skepticism, a little bit of trying to figure it out. And she talks about that a little in this episode. Um, but there was so much that kind of just softened and started to to come out throughout the course. And and in the time since then, it just is, um, it's just kind of night and day. So in the episode, you'll hear Holly talk about her lifelong weight issues. And I knew that as a soundbite, as kind of a, you know, like, okay, that's the thing she says she struggled with forever. But listening to her share in this episode, it's kind of kind of huge to hear how deep and part of her she always thought that was. And I think that's really, really common. You know, I, I get to a place where I kind of take it for granted, like, oh yeah, we all have these things that we think are us and we think are our issues. But people people wake up from that. They see through it and they say, oh, that wasn't me at all. That was just my psychology going there over and over again. Or that was just my my experience showing up that way over and over again. And they start to get get some wiggle room and some freedom from that. But I think... For me, listening to having this conversation with Holly and listening to her talk about how this looked for her, it really kind of brought me back to, oh yeah, no, this, these things, whatever they are, our issues, whatever they are, they can, it, it, it can absolutely look like this is not really changeable, <laughs> like in a deep way, you know, like this is just who I am. And that's how Holly talks about her weight issues being, that it looked to her like it was just kind of encoded in her DNA, like that was how she was born. And and she could do things to manage it. And wow, did she? <laughs> like she she's done millions of things, including weight loss surgery, to manage these this weight issue that looked like her but from the from the thinking of this is me and my issue it's encoded in my genes and all i can do is manage it you're going to get a very limited set of possibilities and outcomes you know and that's what holly talks about and from waking up from seeing no this was never who i really am ever and it still isn't no matter what the status is it's still, you know, someone could be in the middle of a habit or addiction, but also see this is not who I am. From that understanding, there's going to be a whole other set of possibilities and options that open up. So that has happened for Holly. So many things have changed uh, and loosened and fallen away. And I'm really excited for you to get to hear from her. Hi, Holly. Thanks so much for being Unchangeable. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um to hearing a little bit about your story, sharing you with with listeners and um just hearing about how things have changed for you because from what I've gathered and you're going to tell us, but from what I've gathered, you know, you've had a lot of change in different areas of your life. Um but I think it seems like coming across this understanding has kind of been like this whole new new dimension of change that you didn't know you wanted or needed or any of that. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited to kind of hear your story a little bit. Definitely. So, um, yeah, so maybe tell us, I know you, um, you have a blog and you've been on, on kind of a weight loss uh, journey over the last many years. So kind of tell us a little bit about that. Um, yes, I've been documenting, I guess, my weight loss journey, as we like to call it, so for years, uh, actually. Um, and my background, I guess, with my struggles with food 
and has been forever for is what I how I've always perceived it you know is it just seems like I don't really have a memory of a time when I wasn't struggling in some way like even one of my earliest memories is even being like four and like trying to you know sneak down the hallway to get to the pantry or something so it's kind of always been a thing it's always been like a storyline that's been attached to me that's there forever and um when I was younger you know my not in any mean way at all but it was just always sort of like this known in my family you know I was never even really that overweight either so but it was just sort of like oh you know she's just a gotta watch her a little bit so food was always kind of being monitored a little bit more carefully with me because I have this thing you know and and then when I got older I I maybe like 15 I really took on that job for myself and that's when I started all the diets you know everything so just for the interest of time just if it's out there I've done it that's (laughs) it period, probably more than multiple times. Yeah. And, uh, to the point that I could probably, you know, teach a class on, on some of these, you know, I, I, have earned a, a, a whole degree, like many people have an honorary degree in, I don't know, everything, diets, nutrition, trying to figure out what's up, you know, and I've had success, failure, success, failure repeatedly for like decades, gaining gaining all the way back plus you know an extra 10 or so and then back again on the the endless cycle um and then i had finally um i had weight loss surgery in like 2011 and that's when i started writing about it and for me that was like this i, I had put it off for a long many years because that's pulling the last card when it comes to, to this. This is like, okay, if, if this doesn't work, like we're just, we're having the weight loss surgery and because you're never going to be able to figure this out. Yeah. And I had, had it mm-hmm. and I lost 250 pounds and then I, over time I gained it all back plus another 25 pounds. <laughs> so when you were 15 and ish, you know, and you really kind of started with all the dieting and stuff, I'm just curious, like at that point, was it, did it feel really important to you? I mean, it was this thing that had kind of been, you know, in your mind, like that you have a problem with it, but did it, I don't know. Yeah. What was it like then? Did it feel like, wow, I do have a problem and this is a bad thing or what was that like then? My idea of myself is that this is my thing. Like, this is just how I am. This is who I am. I'm an overeater. I'm a, a big eater. I'm a volume eater. I don't know. I just, that's me. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be suppressed or it needs to be dealt with or managed or handled or fixed, preferably, if somebody can do that. But yeah, it's just always been like, this is who I am. And I, I've got to try to keep it under control. You know, and I've done everything. I've done appetite suppressants. I started doing that when I was a teenager when I, you know, I, those never worked, you know. But I've done it all. Medication, therapy, um, I don't know, everything. Can you see times when you, um, or remember times when it really wasn't who you were? Like in hindsight, at the time, maybe you couldn't, but can, or were di- or was it so, and I don't know, like there's not a right answer. Was it so on your mind all the time that it really was front and center? Like, how does that look when you look back now? Yeah, definitely. There, there were phases. There was like, um, there was times when I just set up, you know, I'm, I'm not going to try to, to do anything. I'm just going to live my life. And yeah, there's always, it's not just perpetual and endless. It was definitely times and phases and even, I don't want to say years, but definitely spans of time where it didn't seem to be quite as on my mind, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? Now sort of 
now kind of knowing or suspecting like, hey, that's not really who I am. It never was who I was. But when we think it is, what are we going to do? When you think it is, you just see, you just see that. You see it is always there for the most part. You know what I mean? And then, I don't know, that's been my experience with food and anxiety for sure. Like it's, oh, wait, now that I look back, that wasn't who I was. But, but you just see it how you expect to see it in the moment. Yeah. Well, and for me, I would say that I still always believed that's who I was. I just believed that it went in sort of like to remission or it would like lie dormant. And I would, and I was just really lucky to have it not come rise up, you know, that, but I still really always thought like, I don't know, you know, why it's not causing me problems right now, but I'm just, you know, I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to be glad that I have this little bit of freedom here. Yeah. So what happened after the um, weight loss surgery before you gained the weight back? Like, what was it like for you then with that, with this identity of like, this is my thing, but then it kind of wasn't physically your thing in the same way. You mean like after I had the surgery and was losing the weight? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, this just from a physical standpoint, you have the surgery and you literally cannot eat. Like you can't, even if you, I mean, you cannot eat at first. You have to start drinking water very early in the morning because you have to sit little tiny sips just to get enough in so that you don't get dehydrated. So you have this, um, well, constraint or whatever, this thing that's exerting control over you. So you're like, okay, well, if you tie me down and lock me up, you know, in this way, uh, I can lose the weight because it's by force. I'm not doing it, though. It's something else doing it. It's yeah. the surgery. And we have, like, we talk about this a lot in the, you know, weight loss community or whatever. With, with, you have your window of opportunity, they call it, which is somewhere around a year to maybe a year and a half. You, this is your window of opportunity. You better get, lose what, as much as you can and really get your stuff together. Pull it together. Figure out whatever you have to figure out in this time period, you know, because it'll eventually your stomach will stretch back out and you'll, you'll, you'll go back pretty much to where you were before. And I was driven, like I, all the willpower and, and self-exertion and everything that I had in me that I could, that I could power up on my own. I coupled that with that window and the surgery and I went to work. It was like, I, I can't even tell you. Like I was working out all the time. It was a full-time job in monitoring, measuring, weighing, policing every morsel of food in my mouth and learning. I, I came to, to have the idea of like, oh, also it's certain ingredients in the food. Like it's sugar primarily. I'm addicted to sugar. I have a sugar sensitivity. If I eat it, then I could go who knows what could happen? I could lose my mind completely. And so I mon- so that I took on that extra like, oh, if I can carefully monitor every single thing that passes through my lips, then maybe we can keep this under control. And yeah. so that became so time consuming for me. Yeah. And always the fear, but what if hidden sugar is in there? Like I was terrified. Like what if I go to a restaurant? And they, and it's actually there and I didn't know. And so I was very sensitive to any hunger that I felt at all was frightening because I would be like, oh no, what if I ingested too much sugar and now I'm going to lose my mind and I'm going to binge and it's over. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's so, it's so clear to see how something as innocent is like, oh, you have this window of opportunity <laughs> you know, as well-meaning as that. Do you know what I mean? Like how a mind <laughs> will just, yes, take that. And and you're being driven and really wanting this for yourself looks like such a great quality and it is in some ways, but how it just like anything that we just get like that with, I, I so relate. I mean, that's exactly, I think, um, in our own way, kind of what happens when, when we're dieting to any extent or binging and then trying to get that off and all of that is like, if you're afraid of feeling hungry, that's the perfect recipe for feeling starving all the time. And, you know, it's, yeah, wow. It's just so amazing how that happens. So, so that, and that's 
kind of interesting to know though that that's sort of a thing, right? That you have this window of opportunity. So everyone probably tries really hard to be perfect and get their stuff together. And no wonder, <laughs> no right. wonder it backfires sometimes. So, so how did it, um, how'd you go from like successfully having that as a full-time job to it starting to slide in the other direction? So I think I would sum it up by saying, um, willpower is limited. It is just, you have some for sure. Anybody that's ever gone on a diet and lost any amount of weight knows that, yeah, you, you, it's hard. And we have, I think a limited, it's a limited resource. That's all there is to it. And I just didn't have, I, I was just done mentally. I was done. I cannot tell you how done I was tired mentally of walking a tightrope every single moment of my life. And it wasn't just, it became everything. Like uh, the rules and the, the triggers and the landmines, they kept coming, adding more and more to the list. You know, because it's not just like, oh, maybe it's the ingredient in the food. Well, maybe I, if I can't drive down this street, because if I drive down this street, I might pass McDonald's. You know, yeah. oh, geez, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's monitoring everything, the environment that I'm in, you know, if I'm going to go somewhere, oh, well, you know, what are, what am I going to say if someone tries to offer me food? Will I be able to handle it? I don't know. It just, it, it's so hard to live that way. And, um, then for me, I even began to have a belief that it wasn't even just what was in the food, but it was just the act of eating at all could trigger me. I really began to see like if, and so that's why I was really into like fasting too, because I thought, well, once I start eating, yeah. it's on after that. It's, there's a, there's a, a switch inside me that's going to flip. So I had a lot of ideas and beliefs uh, around food and hunger, you know, for me. Which, which makes sense in a way, because it's like you were so, um, so strict and so hard on yourself and all that pressure was starting that I bet to eat some food really did kind of quiet your mind for a minute. <laughs> I think that's why a lot of people do go to the restricting and stuff and they feel safer there than they do in anything that we might call moderation or being right. a normal eater because we don't feel normal. You know, you're, everything's so extreme. Yeah. So, um, so was it really quickly that you kind of just couldn't do the fasting, couldn't do the extreme stuff anymore? Or did you try the middle path, whatever that is for a while? Or? I tried all the paths and I, it, it wasn't immediate. It wasn't like I just woke up one day and I was like, okay, that's it. Um, it wasn't like that. It was more like holding back the floodgates, sort of, I see it coming. It's coming for me. It's rising up. I'm losing my inner whatever, I'm losing the war here. I can yeah. feel it. I can feel it's gaining on me. Like I'm, I was winning and, and it's, there's, there's, oh my gosh, the mentality of like, oh, fighting a war, like we're, yeah. I'm, every day. And, and that's, you know, I can just, oh, I can see that the end in sight, but I'm going to hold it back as long as I can. And that's what I did. And I, you know, continued to try all the same things I tried before, but then now they're just not really working. Because me, mentally, I'm so tired and drained and I just, I don't, the willpower that I, I previously had, I no longer had. Where, whereas before, I could go back on my food plan and maybe be okay at this point for like two weeks. But in the end, I say the end, but it became where if I even thought about trying to get back on a food plan, that was all to just yeah. that one just thinking about it alone would, would make me start feeling crazy again. Yeah. So, and what was happening with your, um, with your blogging at this time? Cause you had kind of shared your weight loss surgery experience, right? And then when you started gaining the weight back, like, were you honest on your blog about this war at all? Or how was that? Or were you not blogging at that time? How was that yes. going? Well, I, I do love, um, that's been such a good experience in spite of the fact that I failed at the task, I guess you could say, not really, but you know what I mean? And because it was really, it was, yes, I was honest about everything. 
And that's why I stopped writing a lot because I didn't want to, I mean, what was I supposed to do? Get on there every day and say, um, because my whole, my whole point was I wanted to get like, not just say, Hey guys, I'm awesome. I lost this much weight this week. It wasn't really that. It was like, Hey guys, this sucks. Like I'm like, I'm over, I'm in my mid forties and I can't even remember a a time that really, this has been my storyline forever. And it really sucks. And like, we all need some hope. Like we need something that works and I want to share what works. That's it. And if that's what works, I'm going to share it. If weight loss surgery works, I'm telling you that's what works. If, if it's this diet therapy, I don't, I don't even care what it is. Yeah. If it's going to help me, then I'm going to be telling people about it. And unfortunately for me, it just became, I've done it all. That's it. That was it, guys. That was my grand finale. And it's over. The fight is done. This is who I am. It's, it's just, I'm wired wrong. It's time for me to just say, well, time to just have some compassion and, and for myself yeah. and just say, sorry, that's it. And, and I pretty much didn't write very much after that yeah. because I didn't have anything to share about hopelessness and I don't really want to do that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I can feel that though, like that, um, that motivation to just put it all out there. Like you said, you're not, you're not behind anything in particular. You're like, whatever it takes, I don't care. Let's just find what helps us. And then for you to be at that place where you kind of felt like, okay, there's nothing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that, I can, wow, like see how crazy that would feel. Yeah, um, did it feel kind of, um, was there any relief in sort of letting go of that war? Totally, yes, there was. Yeah. There, there was because I really couldn't do it anymore. And I came to that realization because I tried endlessly and just thinking about it, that alone was even, I was just, I I couldn't do it. So yes, there was a lot of relief and there was just me coming to the conclusion, like, you know, so what? Okay, fine. This is who I am. And if this is the worst thing about me, then, oh, well, I'm just going to live with it. I'm going to live with it and I'm not going to, um, I'm just going to say this is, you know, this is who I am. And, and I'm going to surround myself with people that can accept me as I am. And I'm just going to go on with life. Yeah. So, um, so when you kind of came across this understanding, where were you in all of this journey then? And like, yeah, like where were you then? Okay. So this is funny. I don't know if we've ever talked about this before. And, but basically I was not coming to, to uh, you for any help on, on weight loss or getting control over my food because that's already done. Like I already knew that you could not help me with that. No one can because there's nothing, this is just, there's no help for that. So that had nothing to do with it actually. Um, but as the so cliche of me to say this, but as many people do after weight loss surgery, when I lost all this weight, I then, you know, what, what we like to say, transfer addiction. I picked up my evening wine drinking habit um, in an effort to, this is so, like, even when I'm saying this out loud, it sounds so ridiculous, but I literally was like, I've, what am, I, I do have this really strong desire to, like, eat at night because that's just what I do. Like, okay, everybody's settled. The kids are, you know, like, now I'm going to go eat my food. And I didn't want to fall back into that. So my mind was like, oh, we could just drink wine instead. That sounds like a great idea. Let's start that. So that's what I started doing. So yeah. I, then that became a second thing. So then it's like, oh, great. So, and on top of it, I'm getting all my weight back. And now I want to drink wine every night. So yeah. I was like, wow, I just paid all this money for all this surgery. And I just, I got like a two for one deal. Now I have two problems instead of one. <laughs> yeah. So it's ridiculous. Yeah. And so when I, your stuff started popping up and I was watching on Facebook, I think. And then I would, you would come up on Facebook and, and I would hear a little bit here and there. And anyway, so I, that's what I actually came in for. So at that time, did you sort of know 
Because you're like really smart. I don't know if you know that or, you know, like I just, that's my impression of you. I've read your stuff. Like you're a super good writer. Like you just seem very insightful about a lot of things. But I also know this is how humans are. We can be super brilliant and insightful and just have a million blind spots. We all do for ourselves, right? So I'm curious in that, um, in that like, decision in a sense. Oh, I'll just start drinking instead. Like, did you kind of know, did you kind of know there was something, did you see anything around it being a feeling that you just weren't okay feeling? Or did it look more like, well, no, Holly has addictive personality or Holly needs all kinds of stuff or like, how was that? Oh yeah. Like when you said addictive personality, I was like, oh yeah. Because I, I can remember when I was told that I have an addictive personality because also, I mean, I mean, we could talk about anything, really, because I've also had, like, anxiety and panic attack issues that I had, you know, that for not not at this juncture. Like, I had sort of somehow outgrown that or whatever. I don't know. I still have anxiety sometimes. Who doesn't? But I forgot the questioning. <laughs> no, but that's good. Like, it, so, it, so it looked to you like this addictive personality. Oh, yeah. Sense, like I better pick another addiction because that's right. who I am. So I had a very conscious uh, like decision with myself when I started noticing like, oh, wait, I, what I thought was like, well, I'm not a drinker, right? Like yeah. I'm over 40 years old. I've been around a while and I don't have a problem with alcohol. But I was like, well, I guess I do have an addictive personality. So I've been told. So I might be playing with fire. But I never really, you know, I was like, I don't think that it's an issue for me. So it's really probably, and then when I saw, like, uh, I think this is kind of becoming an issue. But then I said, well, for me, it's, a, it's the lesser of two evils yeah. for me. I felt like if this keeps me, I don't know, not thin, but, you know, whatever it takes, yeah. even if it's another self-destructive thing. Yeah. So it never really even kind of occurred to you that maybe I, maybe I could just be without anything at night, you know, I mean, because it just looks so much like a part of who you were that you couldn't. Is that, is that Yeah, right? I guess so. Because I certainly yeah. did try many times. To, yeah. And sometimes I succeeded too. Yeah. Sometimes I, I could just be, you know, and it wasn't a problem. It was phases in and out, I guess. Yeah. So what did you, as you kind of came into this understanding then, I mean, what, um, yeah, what did you, how was it for you first hearing all this and, you know, what did you kind of see early on? Oh boy. Well, okay. So when I started, I was kind of like, uh, disillusioned pretty quickly. Uh, (laughs) so because you, and that's just how I felt. Like whenever I got, got in and I was listening and I, I, you were saying things like there's, you don't have a habit and you're fine and you're well and you're not broken and you're not, you're not wired wrong or some, some, something to that degree. And that was kind of where, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I am. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if we can continue this relationship. What you're saying is like totally incorrect. And I don't know about that. So, yeah, I got very um, held up right about there. And so then I sort of kind of bowed out. I was like, oh, well, you know, whatever. And I stopped. And this is when I was enrolled in the little school, Big Change. So then I just sort of, forget it. And I just went on with my life while the six week course is going on and I didn't pay much attention, but then occasionally I would pop up and read a few things. And then I listened to a group call and then I kind of got reinterested and then I went back and, you know, watched it again. But yeah, that was where I got hung up. And then that was also where once I kind of saw what you were saying, that's where everything started to change was right in that same place. Yeah. Uh, right around that topic you mean like yeah, like topic. yeah yeah mm-hmm. so um so did you start yeah like so how <laughs> it's big because your whole life for 40 some years you know you were this person and you were an addictive personality and this was your thing yeah. and so i totally get you know like that would just i'd sound insane um 
So how do you think it was? I mean, do you think just something in it started to kind of resonate and then you just kept giving it more of a chance or? Well, I did like, um, I kind of came to this conclusion because I loved when I heard you say things like, you are not your thoughts, you're feeling your thinking. And I was like, oh, I like that. Okay. So I thought, well, you know, I mean, she does kind of know what she's talking about sometimes. <laughs> no offense, like that's me over here. Like, well, yeah. okay, Dr. Amy. I mean, maybe you got some things right. And I'm like, oh my gosh. He, okay, I'm going to keep listening. And I just won't worry about that. And that's actually been really helpful for me to, to of course, now with less judgment of like, oh, she's wrong. Now I'm like, she might be right. I don't really see it that way right now. But I can shelve that for now. And also, I start to hear things, and I hear it differently. And then later on, the same thing I hear on a deeper level again and again and again. So it's more like just hanging out and, and just taking it in and then seeing, I don't know, it just starts to things just start to shift and you see your awareness and understanding starts to, I don't know, soak in or something. I'm not sure how to say it. Yeah. I'm not either. It's <laughs> it's kind of a mystery how it happens, but it does yeah. like things just start changing. So, so um, did anything change with your eating or drinking habits, even though you were, well with eating, let's say, because you definitely didn't have that on your mind. That wasn't your goal. Um, did it, did it, yeah. Did anything end up start starting to look different? Yes. So for me, I, I, at first I couldn't understand when you said, um, this applies to everything. So we don't really have to break out into rooms, you know, about like you go, cause you know, for example, I used to go to this like recovery, you know, group and we would have like our main thing where we would like all be there. And then I'd be like, okay, break out into your rooms. Like you go over there cause you got a, 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 you're an overeater and you got to go over there cause you're alcoholic and you go over there. And I would be like, okay, well, I'm just going to like hit up every room. I'll just, you know, this week I'll be here. Next week I'll be there. But um, yeah, so I didn't get that at first. And then I did. Once, once, I, once I totally see now how it's all the same thing, really. What's going on? It's all, it's all the same thing. So it, it does apply to everything, but it just doesn't look that way in the beginning. And so once I started to really start to sort of see what you were saying and then involve myself, you know, like hear what other people are saying and pay attention to what's going on in the forum and listen to your podcast. It sort of all started being like, Oh, I see what's going on here. And it started helping everything, you know, all areas across the board. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. So how do you, um, and so now you're not like actively dieting or not dieting. You're just, is that, how is that for you now? Yeah. Now, well, it, it is, it's like, it's great because no, I'm not dieting at all. I'm not actually doing anything that intentional at all. Yeah. Um, it's just, I'm seeing things and I'm becoming more aware of this, you know, the way, the way that thought creates my experience of everything that my thoughts are creating this experience that I'm having of even the way I feel hunger on a physical level, everything is coming from that direction. And once you see that really see it, then your experience changes of it, but not all at once necessarily. And so it's sort of just across the started affecting all the areas. And it was really cool when I realized I mean, mind-blowing when I realized that I am not an overeater. Like, that's not who I am. And I'm not a volume eater. And I don't, you know, like, one of the things I, I loved, like, the low-carb diet, because there was, I could eat volumes, mass quantities of food, as long as I ate it from this category. And I had a really strong belief that I have to eat mass quantities of food. Like, okay, that's part of what binging is, too. So I, I'm always, I don't know, but I have so many ideas. So when I, I didn't understand when you said you're, okay, so all my life, 
I've either been, well, by certain people judged for this problem I have, you know, people judging you because you can't control yourself, you know, you're whatever they think about people that are, have, have weight problems or mm -hmm. overweight or whatever. So I've either been being judged for it, like what's wrong with you, put the fork down, or I've been around people who love me in spite of the fact that I'm like this, you know, and they're like, I love you, I can see past it, you know, but the, I never had anyone say, you're not, I, I, you're, you're not broken at all, period, you're not, you're not any of those things, I don't have to look past it, you're like the only person I think that has ever said that, but if you really stop and think about like, that's really what you're saying. You're actually saying that, yeah, you know, yeah. you're not wired wrong. That's not your design. Yeah. And I really didn't. It's like, like out here in Texas where I live, we don't have a basement, you know? So you just walk in on the first floor and there you are. And it's almost like, and this isn't a good analogy because usually scary things are in the basement, but <laughs> you know, it's almost like you were like, you're hanging out on this floor and you actually think like this is the ground floor. Like you think this is the, as, as deep as we can go here, this is who you are. And you're like, no, nope, there's actually a level deeper than that where none of this exists. You're not messed up person. There's something deeper than that. And I, and when you start to see it, then it's like, you can't unsee it. I love that. It's, um, it's it's huge and i think it's so common that sometimes we're in our mid 40s before it even occurs to us wait a minute i love how you describe those two camps of people because i think so many people can relate to that either we're some people can't handle us as we are or they say yeah this is how you are but i'll still love you anyway and it's like what if there's a whole other floor to the house it's that's amazing so um how it's hard to put this into words sometimes, but like how has seeing that there's another, that, that you don't have this, I mean, how does it kind of impacted your, your feeling level and your behaviors and just how you are in life? Well, it's just crazy because, um, the, the you that you think you are is, it's not you. It's not, it's hmm, like, I had this idea of who I was and I believed it so completely, so completely. And so it's kind of, I like what you say when you say, this is just what's showing up for you right now. And I like that a lot because it's better than like, why am I doing this? Why do I keep doing this, this thing that I don't want to do? And it's like, oh, you know, it's, this is just kind of what's showing up and it's coming from you know, I guess these, who you think you are and that's what's showing up. And when you realize, um, I guess my idea of who I was was in all these like layered beliefs and thoughts around these things were just, when you, when you see that there, that it's not true, then something different starts showing up for you after that, you know, because yeah. you just don't believe it anymore. Because you yeah. know it's not true. Yeah, and you don't have to bring in the something else. You know, you don't have to like, well, who am I now? And let me, what am I replacing this with? And if I'm not an addictive personality, then who am I? Kind of what you're saying, it sounds like, is you just, the crap falls away and then you just are. And you just see what happens. Yeah, and I don't have to do anything. I know you'd, you asked me that. And I don't know if I answered it. But yeah, I'm not doing anything. I, but I have lost about 72 pounds which is a really big deal for me because I wouldn't even necessarily know that because I don't even like weigh myself anymore. I'm not doing anything at all. I go to the doctor sometimes and they weigh me and that's when I find out. I mean, I kind of know because I can feel it, but yeah. it's, I've never in my whole life ever lost weight. <laughs> I mean, by not, not even by accident without trying, like yeah. it's literally unbelievable. Like I can't even believe it. That, that is happening and it can it's because of it falling away that's why yeah and I never thought that 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 was definitely a dream 
of mine, I was like, wouldn't it be so great if I could just wake up tomorrow <laughs> and be like a normal person, whatever normal is, you know, and just wouldn't it be great if I could like lose weight without the torture involved? Yeah. And that's totally, and I don't know where I'll end up. I have no idea. Yeah. And it's totally fine. It really is. That's so, that's, that's like what we want for every, you know, what we want for ourselves, what we want for everyone is like, Hey, I'm just, I'm just living my life and things are just happening the way they're happening. And I can feel it, that it is totally fine. Like you're so over now at this point, especially you've seen through all that torture and the war and I don't think you'll ever go back there. You know, it just, it makes no sense, but it's so amazing to, yeah, to just be you and keep kind of exploring this and just see see how, how life plays out and it's playing out in some great ways. And it, it is so hard. I mean, I just want to say like, I know how hard it is for people that struggle with, you know, the urges that you have, the overwhelming, it is so overwhelming and it's so awful. And it could be, it could be trying not to eat, overeat or drink or whatever it is you're trying not to do, but just yeah. to get up every day and to deal with like the voices and then you're fighting them. It is, uh, oh gosh, it's, yeah. it's hard. And then in between all of that, you're trying to like take care of your kids or go to work or, you know, and you just, it's, it's very difficult to live like that. So to have peace around that and to not have these like harassing, you know, thoughts all the time around this issue, it's like that alone is worth everything. Yeah. So do they still show up sometimes, but you just see them differently or is it pretty much quiet in there? Yeah, there's definitely, I mean, yeah, I still have, have times where things pop up and show up because they're not, you know, they, they like to recycle themselves. But um, what happened in the very beginning when I started really sort of learning how to just sort of observe my thoughts, but not really, not try to change them or judge them or, I don't know, just notice them, you know? And I, when I started to notice my thoughts, it, the, the very interesting thing is I feel like I, I have that like shutter setting. I don't know. You have that shutter setting on your camera that you sometimes click by accident. Yeah. And then it's, it took yeah. to like 30 pictures at one time. I started to realize like my, some of my thoughts around this subject, food, hunger, eating, they're like that. They're like coming at, they're very layered. There's a whole lot of them that come in all at once. Sometimes I, I don't even see them or notice them. So when I started doing that, when I started, I can remember like the first time that I really caught a glimpse of this was I go to the fridge, you know, like a lot of people do, you open the fridge and you're just like staring in the fridge, you know, like, uh, and I'm thinking like, oh, I'm hungry again. What is wrong with me? You know, and then I leave and I, I just noticed that I like, hmm, I'm hungry. What is wrong with me? That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So getting like curious, like, first of all, noticing that that even happened. Yeah. That that thought was the thought that ha that I came up to me. And then I got started instead of being like, yeah, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You know, it was just like, hmm. That's interesting. That's a curious thing to say to, to myself. Yeah. So, so then I started, once I kind of got my eye on it, I started noticing, whoa, that thought comes up a lot. Like, I can't tell you how much I have that thought, like, all the time. Like, it could be, like, 9.30, and I've been busy. I dropped the kids at school. I got busy. It's, like, 9.30. I haven't had anything to eat yet. I'm hungry. What's wrong with me? Why are you hungry? It's, like, because yeah. it's 9.30, and I haven't had yeah. anything to eat yet. It's okay to be hungry. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Well, but the point is that I started noticing this, this thought, there's, a, I'm having a lot of thoughts about food. I have all kinds of thoughts about food. And there's like so many conversations going on there. And when you get curious and just notice them, but you're not afraid of them either, you start to even see they're not even that creative sometimes. Yeah. They're really on repeat. It's like, could you like get a little more creative? Like it's exactly <laughs> the same script. But it, I don't know, it's interesting. And when you just say, okay, and maybe nothing changes either. Maybe you go eat whatever you were going to eat. Right. But you just notice the thought, and you're like, okay. And under, this understanding that you're teaching about the way thought works and how it flows, you know, through you, 
not being afraid. Once you kind of get a grip on that, then it's like, okay, things are, things start changing. And I, and then those, that doesn't really, I don't really get that thought anymore. To be honest, I get a different thought sometimes though. So it's not getting rid of the thoughts because they're still going to, sometimes they get created and they go, okay, she's onto that one. Let's try a new one. Yeah. You know, but it's just, it's all right up in there, all kind of in that area. I don't know. That's so, no, it's so helpful to hear it like that. And I I think um, it really highlights how invisible so much of that stuff is. Like you said many times throughout, there were thoughts that you might even have known were a thought, but you would have never called it a thought because it just looked like a truth. Like, this is me, this is my thing, you know, like so many of that. So we become, and it makes sense, it's just more efficient. We become blind to the things that we're like, okay, this is a given. I don't ever have to even question that one again. But unfortunately, the things that become givens that we never look at are harmful a lot of times, are hurtful to us. So that's so cool how stuff just becomes more visible. And it is a really tough thing to explain. Um, But your example is really helpful, I think, for people. It's like, people always want to know, like, how does that happen? And I don't know. I think it's just that our mind starts to get quieter and then stuff just starts becoming visible that we have the sense, just like in your example, we have the sense, oh, that's been there forever, but I never saw you until now. And then once you see it, it's just different. You're just hanging in that corner of the room. Yeah. Well, it's too, I have to say this too, because, okay, so I remember when this happened and then I think I posted about it or something. And I, and I remember you talking about invisible thinking. And I, I was like, ooh, that's interesting. So then I start going, oh, well, maybe I should go get, like, hypnotized or something. So all the invisible thinking that I'm having <laughs> can come up at one time. And let's just get it out, man. That let's sounds fun. <laughs> so then I was like, Amy, should I be hypnotized? What should I do? But, yeah, and, and you, you said something to the effect of, like, well, you know, it, that's the other thing too. I really uh, talking about like, yes, there's our mind and our mind has all these ideas. And sometimes it has good ones and sometimes it's not so good, but that's not all there is. Like, it's not like up to my mind to like figure it out. Like there's your wisdom, right? And it probably knows when to let some of those invisible thoughts pop up that I can, you know, cause, cause if you come at yeah. me all at once, like, Oh, I probably get overwhelmed. Yeah. But, but that's what an all or nothing mind would do, right? Like, well, let's go get hypnotized and let them all out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, maybe there's a good reason that they're just peeking out little by little. <laughs> yeah, that's just like, yeah, the, the same thing in the beginning when this sort of started, like, I could, I could see that what I'm learning here and as I'm letting, I'm not actually learning doing anything. Something's yeah. coming in and it's somehow resonating and it's shifting things. Okay. So when I started really seeing like, oh, like I'm not feeling crazy around food, like at all. Like I feel, I don't have to, and that's the other thing. I don't have to hold myself back. I'm not trying to like, I, I didn't like gain more self-control all of a sudden. There is literally not, there's, it's just, it's just not a problem at all. Yeah. So there's nothing to fight. There's nothing to deal with. And then I notice, you know, I've lost some weight. So immediately my mind goes, oh, this is so great. Like you have self-control now. Let's get back on a diet. Because mm-hmm. now we can, now we can really kick butt on that. Right. Because we've got, yeah, yeah. And then you go backwards and then you start, oh my gosh, now it's, we're back. And of course, doing that, which I have done a couple of times in the very beginning, I would start and then, you know, okay. Great. Let's add 18 times more thinking about food than we had yesterday because everything was fine. But nope. Now we're right back in the uh, in the weeds, you yeah. know. Again. So I try to um, not always do what my mind tells me to do. <laughs> on that. That's awesome. And it, and you know, and it gets easier because you you've now kind of become used to a quieter mind and knowing that it doesn't have to be so hard. So when you, when it does occur to you, Hey, let's get on a diet. Great idea. As soon as it becomes super hard, you're not going to be able to handle that. You're going to be like, no, I'm going back to where I was, you know? So it's cool how our, but we always want to speed up. Yeah. We want to speed up the progress. We want to be like, totally. Oh, it's so great. Let me get all the way to the end of the chapter. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I, this is so helpful. Um, so, so you're back to blogging and are you kind of like sharing a little bit of, of what you're seeing about this understanding? Yeah, I am. Like I, I, now that I have 
hope to offer people. I have a, yeah. a direction to point them in that is really helpful. Yes, I'm trying to explain it. It's hard to for me to explain it in writing. So sometimes I think I'm saying it and it comes out like, what are you talking about? Which is exactly how I felt when I started your school. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. I was like, yep, okay, bye. So sometimes that's, you know, but I'm working on trying to, um, you know, verbalize it, I guess. Put it in yeah. words. And yeah, that's it. That's that's all I want to do is is continue to share what helps, you know, with people. And it's been really great because a lot of people have been helped too. Yeah, you know, that's and awesome. it, it is hard because it's like we're so used to like with, with people that are on diets. Like we have programs and plans and a list of things to do, and this is not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but this is what um, has changed everything. That's so great. And I know you're helping people and people even in our community love reading it, love hearing what you share on our forum. So, you know, it's never easy, I don't think, to put this stuff into words at all. But And I get a lot from the people on the forum, like, that is so amazing. Just hearing what other people have to say and the feedback and the things they say. And it's like, just like even on the group call the other day, I was, that was a really good one too. And I don't know. It's just, it's amazing how you just, I, I, you know, you're, you don't force it. You don't get too hyped up about it. Like, oh, I got to figure it out right now. And then it just, things just keep, keep, you know, becoming like, oh, yeah. it's really cool. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experiences yeah. and your insights. I think this is going to be helpful for a lot of people. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Changeable. If you enjoy this podcast, please let me know by subscribing or maybe even considering leaving a review. iTunes reviews are so valuable in helping other people who need change to find their way here. I'll talk to you next week.